Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. I'm Robbie. And I'm Sammy. We're starting a new podcast. This is Leonora Shelfo, and you're listening to You Can't Kill the Boogeyman podcast, presented by the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram at BoogeymanPod. Yes, so if you like horror movies, scary movies. We are both big horror fans. Mm-hmm. Check it out on all platforms wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget, everyone is entitled to one good scare. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast, produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com after the show and check it out. Yay! Yay! Last week. week. What week are we on? One, two, Uh, four. Four. Yes, four. We're on week four of many weeks of the summer of Star Wars. (laughs) Dan is back with us. Hey, guys. What's up? How's it going? And can I just say, I feel like we need to make you a officially unofficial, like, host. Because <laughs> you're going to be on all this summer. We've talked about bringing you on next year. I just. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be down like for it. We, could, we, we, need a, we need to think of a name for you. Yeah, we forgot to do that. Twins. We, need, we need something for you, too. So think on that. I'll think on it. I'm, I'd be like an unofficial Talker. consultant. Mm-hmm. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'll be what Tony <laughs> real, said. I'll be what Tony Stark was to the Avengers before he joined, you know, mm-hmm. officially unofficial. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. I like it. But yeah, so we, it was one of those, I'm like, Dan's going to be with us forever. He might as well just, you know, unofficially, Lord. officially join. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited for talking about Harry Potter next year. So. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be a lot of fun. 
but we are still on Star Wars this summer, yeah. so we should probably get on that. So we are on Revenge of the Sith. So if you haven't been with us, we are doing all the prequels right now, sort mm-hmm. of, kind of. In between one of the prequels, we talked about the animated Clone Wars and the animated new TV show Bad Batch. But today we are finishing out the prequels with Revenge of the Sith. You were the chosen one! It was said that you would destroy the Sith, not join them! Bring balance to the Force, not leave it in darkness! of course, gave us a beautiful summary. Nearly three years have passed since the beginning of the Clone Wars. The Republic, with the help of the Jedi, take on Count Dooku and the Separatists. With a new threat rising, the Jedi Council sends Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker to aid the captured Chancellor. Anakin feels he is ready to be promoted to Jedi Master. Obi-Wan is hunting down the Separatist General Grievous. When Anakin has future visions of pain and suffering coming Padme's way, he sees Master Yoda for counsel. When Darth Sidious Sidious executes Order 66, it destroys most of all the Jedi have built. Experience the birth of Darth Vader. I just realized none of these are real sentences. (laughs) Feel the betrayal that leads to the hatred between two brothers and witness the power of hope. Literally, they they chopped up up the sentence. (laughs) I'm like... I don't remember. I read the first like two sentences when I first copied this. I really need to do a better job of reading this. I don't either whenever I've had to do these. And then you get into it and you're like, what is this? Okay, so not so not so good writing style, yeah. but it gives us the idea of what we're experiencing mm-hmm. yeah. in, in Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. And some of the trivia is interesting, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. So the original cut of the movie, just like all the other cuts, ran four hours. So not as long as The Phantom Menace, but still, still, yeah, very George Lucas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the opening battle slash Palpatine rescue alone ran over an hour originally. Mm -hmm. And I was when I was watching it the other day, I'm like, I forgot this was so long, and Mm -hmm. to think it was even longer, I'm like, crazy, Mm -hmm. yeah. Drawn out battle scenes for me. I'm just like, I'm done. Can you, can we move on with the story? I'm character driven, not mm-hmm. action driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Yeah. So the extra footage of the Palpatine rescue scene is actually shown in the video game for this movie. So if you ever want to see that extra footage, go find the video game, which mm-hmm. honestly, at this point, I don't know if you can play the video game because it's probably in an obsolete Con- um, or form- I would assume. console format mm-hmm. so maybe you can't maybe you can youtube yeah. it i don't know search it yeah. probably there's, there's probably some kind of archive version you can play somewhere i'm sure i'm not a internet. gamer so i don't know how that works mm-hmm. i have no idea <laughs> so ian mcgregor and hayden christensen trained for two months 
in fencing and fitness in preparation for their epic battle, which I forgot how epic that battle was. Oh and I gosh, actually yeah. did enjoy it when I watched mm-hmm. it. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is really good. Because mm-hmm. some of the battles that they've done in the video, in the previous movies, I'm just like, what are you doing? Like the Duke Do <laughs> Hayden Light Show. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. So it was nice to have a little bit more yes. of a real battle. Yeah. Agreed. They trained yeah. in shows. That's a thing. Like it really yeah. stands out. So much better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As a result of their practice, the speed at which Kenobi and Vader engage the duel in the completed movie is the speed in which it was filmed. It was not digitally accelerated. So that's actually wow. even better. Amazing, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That just yeah. shows you how well they were prepared. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's weird to say Kenobi invader because it's like he's still, he looks like Anakin still, but mm-hmm. it's like he just turned Vader in. Mm-hmm. The images of the volcanic eruption on Mustafar is actually real footage of Mount Etna in Italy, which was erupting at the time of production. How so convenient. Good. So, you know, George <laughs> Lucas is like, wait, a volcano's erupting? Okay, we need, someone's going to get footage, right? Somebody <laughs> go and get that footage for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just be careful. Like, Yikes. don't smell the camera. Exactly. Yeah. Someone don't die. For yourself. Get the camera. <laughs> yeah. Save the footage. I don't care about you. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever happens to you is fine. Just make sure yeah. I get that. Exactly. Yeah. I just need that footage. It's hard. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. This one, I was like, this could have helped Solo so much. So a 10-year-old Han Solo was going to actually appear in the Battle of I can never say this right. Dan, help me out here. Uh, wait, which one? The, the uh, Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk, yes. I, I always forget how to pronounce it. Yeah. During the Battle of Kashyyyk, as an orphan being raised by Chewbacca, he would have helped hmm. locate General Grievous by finding a part of a transmitter droid that was sending signals from Utapu, whatever, allowing Obi to find and confront the villain. Solo's young adult years were then covered in Solo. I think that would have been like in my brain, Chewie raising Han would have been so cool. Mm-hmm. That I would have been cool. I mean, I do like how they meet in the in the Han Solo movie, but I like this better because I think it would have set up everything better. Mm-hmm. That would have yeah. been very good if they did that. It would definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah. very sad that that did not happen. Darn you, Lucas! Why did you take it out? Mm. Too many fans were upset from the, you know, the previous movie. So I guess he tried to, you know, tailor it to make everybody happy. Yes, but if we saw a young Han Solo in there, it would give us hope because we actually love that character. True, true. Yeah, yeah. Like you were talking about the community. We'd feel like, oh, look, our friend at 10 years our old. Friend. <laughs> Accurate. He's our friend. I know He's him. our friend. I know Even him. Though, you know, Harris doesn't want to be friends. Yeah, well, he, he hates everybody. Whatever. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. He hates everyone he's, he's equally. He's a tired old man. He is. Poor guy. Just let him rest. Yeah. Okay. Well, George Lucas allowed his friend Steven Spielberg to help design some sequences during pre-production. This was partly because Spielberg wanted the experience of using the pre-visualization techniques pioneered by Industrial Light and Magic as he was going to use them for War of the Worlds. It was also because Lucas felt that his roles as writer, director, executive producer, and financer was taking up too much of his time, and he needed another director to bounce ideas off of. You think? You think? Spielberg's main contribution was in the 
climactic, yeah, sorry, climactic lightsaber duel between Obi and Anakin. Or that's Vader. cool. Yeah. Best friend helping him out. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the opening sequence, when the second Separatist ship is destroyed, a piece of the debris flies into the clone star destroyer that that shot it. The piece of debris is a kitchen sink. It was put there by industrial light and magic as a joke for someone saying we're throwing everything in the sequence, including the kitchen sink. That's pretty funny. That's uh, yeah, that's great. Like a dad that's, joke right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Film people are always doing weird stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. All in like what Disney or not Disney, but that we talked about it in one of them. The what was the sequence that you see in a bunch of cartoons? The number CME. Oh, the um A. Yeah, that one. Yeah. For the 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 film. Not the film, the cartoon studio, right? Where they all yeah, trained. yeah. The, tra- the school. It's like A113 or Yeah, A113. Don't, don't come for us. I'm sorry. I don't have it memorized. So <laughs> I think all you nerds who know what it is. Yeah. We should know what it is. That's sad. We've said it ten thousand times. It's true. I know. Okay, so apart from providing the voice of R2-D2 and the heavily heavy breathing of Darth Vader, which he has done since Star Wars, Ben Burt provided the voices of every droid, super, or sorry, every battle droid, super battle droid, and buzz droid. Huh. Good job, Ben Burt. That's okay. cool. And I didn't realize he did the breathing. For some reason, I thought James Earl Jones did the breathing, Mm-mm. but hmm. I was wrong. I've never uh, seen his name before until this trivia. Anybody yeah, I never really this? thought. I honestly never really thought. Is it weird that I never realized that it was a person doing the breathing? Like in my mind, I always just mm-hmm. assumed that yeah. somehow it was the scuba tank that just breathed on its own. Oh, yeah, I no, someone know. had to make the noise. <laughs> right. I, I, I don't know why I thought that. Yeah. I'm, I, I was today years old when I just realized somebody actually had to breathe into that. Like, yeah. okay. Well, it was him. So there we go. Well, there you go. Now I know. Oh, boy. You learn something new every day. You do. For That's real. not as embarrassing as my last learn. My lovely Ooh, Star Remember my Star Wars sin last time that what's his face played Palpatine in, in the other oh, okay. the yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Oh, good. It wasn't that memorable. Awesome. We'll move on. I remembered. You can forget it again. <laughs> I remembered. That's because uh, you remember you gotcha. all my weird little things. <laughs> so you can bring I them back remember. up later. Yes, it's permanently up here. Oh, dear. She remembers your flaws. <laughs> Liam Neeson had said that he recorded a cameo for Quingunjin, which was to be featured in a scene with Yoda further explaining the concept of a Jedi communicating from beyond the grave. In the script, the dialogue in which Krangon is heard, not seen, appeared in the scene in which Yoda is meditating on the secret asteroid base. Just before Baal, 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 I don't know, Organa, Baal, informs him of Obi-Wan's return with Padme. The scene does not appear in the deleted scenes section of the dvd however an unfinished version was included in the blu-ray release box set so yeah it probably just took up too much time yeah because we already know that it happens because of the originals mm-hmm. but yeah nothing really yeah. more on that the volcanic word of mustafa was designed to look like george lucas's version of hell and literally everybody else. I mean, yeah, it's like I mean, I feel collective like that's unconscious, accurate. you know, depiction of, of uh, 
you know, yeah. eternal damnation. Yep. And the subtitle, Revenge of the Sith, is a play on the working subtitle for Star Wars A Return of the Jedi, Revenge of the Jedi, for episode six. The title was abandoned because George Lucas determined that that revenge was not a suitable attitude for a Jedi. Since this film, however, is about the triumph of the Sith, revenge is entirely appropriate. So originally it was supposed to be Revenge of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Lucas changed it, mm-hmm. added it for this one. Makes sense. Yeah, it fits. Yeah. Revenge of the Jedi just doesn't sound right. No. No. It's yeah. funny how history repeats itself, though. It's like they tried to do that, and then they changed it, and then 20 years later, they do the same thing. It's like they're mm-hmm. never going to get that title ever. It's never going to mm-hmm. happen. There, okay, I will say, there was a, there's a TikTok I found on, when I was research when I was going through, like, Star Wars content to try to find stuff to do, which I've been really bad at. Sorry, everyone. But it's this guy who actually renamed all the movies. Like, he took all the names of the nine movies, and relabeled all the movies with those same names. And it's really cool. Dan, I'm just going to send you the link to it so you can watch it. Sammy, I have it saved in our favorites. Okay. So like, instead of, so like, A New Hope is actually The Phantom Menace. Like he put, like, and he explains it. Like, it's huh. really good. Mm-hmm. I wanted to duet it so I could like add it onto our page. Right. But he took that option away. I'm like, no, like I need <laughs> this for our stuff. So it is is really interesting. I'll send it over to you. He like has this yeah, whole no, please like, do. thought process of why all these names should be rearranged. And it makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's see here. Moving on. Uh, we know this. Every clone trooper in the film is CGI. Not a single real clone costume or helmet was featured in the movie. Hmm. You can pretty much tell that. The movie's final shot is meant to mirror the famous shot of Luke Skywalker in Star Wars when he looked out on the two sunsets. It's the only shot of the film kept in widescreen format on the pan and scan DVD release, which if you're a Star Wars fan, you saw that as soon as it came up. It's oh, like, yeah. Oh, look, baby, baby Luke mm-hmm. is looking out with his aunt and, aunt and uncle. Yeah. Let's see here. Which, okay, I don't know if I brought this up before. And it might be in my notes at the below, but why didn't Owen and I can't remember her name. Why didn't they just raise him as their son? Like Bale did with Leia. With Leia. Like why hmm. was, was, was Owen that vindictive against his stepbrother to not raise Luke as his son? Good question. Like that that uh-huh. just doesn't make sense to me, actually. Like, I thought about it when I was watching, like, give the twins away. I'm like, why would you not just raise them as your own? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 chalk it, I, I chalk it up. George Lucas already kind of set that in stone in the first, in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's well, like, you know, we have to work I around mean, that logic. this is going back to, like, A New Hope. Like, this is me going back right. to that being like, why did they do an aunt and uncle instead of just his parents yeah i don't know there's mm-hmm. probably a reason mm-hmm. yeah. but i don't i don't see it <laughs> mm-hmm. i'd have to be told it no i think in that first one he was just making it up as he goes like he had a vague plan but as far as like how the intricate lore of it it was just okay. like oh aunt and uncle that works whatever just you know i don't know yeah. that's how i see it yeah maybe makes sense mm-hmm. yeah. in the dual account 
Dooku, the imprisoned Palpatine, originally had more dialogue, which he was to shout at Anakin. One of his lines pertaining to Attack of the Clones, in which Palpatine, Palpatine exposed Dooku as paying the Tusken Raiders to kidnap, torture, and kill his mother. Dang. Interesting. I mean, bum, bum, bum. We ha- that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that whole scene... Like right away, I'm just like, oh, how is Luke not or not Luke? How is Anakin not seeing the evil coming out of Palpatine? Palpatine. I always want to say Palpatine. Palpatine. Well, he's already like super in deep with him, so it's like he's yeah, you know, he can't really discern right from wrong at this. He just doesn't get it. No, he's just too yeah, too close to him now. Mm -hmm. too close to him and too obsessed with Padme, so it's like he's exposing that weakness. Mm -hmm. You know, he's manipulating. Just digging right in. Exactly. Knows how to get to Anakin. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of Anakin and his mental issues, oh, I liked in this. 2007, <laughs> I thought this was interesting. 2007, Dr. Eric Boy, 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 I don't know, B-U-I, a psychiatrist in France co-wrote a study that diagnosed Anakin Skywalker as having borderline personality disorder. When the authors reported their findings at the annual meeting of the American Psychiatrist Association, they stated that Skywalker fit the diagnosis criteria. Difficulty controlling anger. Check. Stressful related breaks with reality. Check. Impulsivity. Check. Obsession yeah. with abandonment. Check. And a pattern of unstable and intense interpersonal relationships characterized by alternating between extremes of ideation and devaluation. Check. Check. All of these. Check. All of check. 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 <laughs> check. Wow. What is your comment about Sammy? Something that's been in the news a lot that we said we weren't going to get really into. But there's a certain Amber who I read ah, uh, yes, at the yes. trial was diagnosed with this exact thing. And it just made me laugh when I saw it in your notes. So. I have not seen that yet. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was also diagnosed with that. And I was like, hmm. Hmm. Just I like Anakin. It. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only less fun. Anakin doesn't do things in other people's beds that are. Yeah, she know, is reserved for oh. other places of the house. Sorry, I'm like, what are you talking? I'm like, oh, yeah. Have you followed it like at all? So, sort of. I'm. Okay. I'm. I'm not really one to follow court cases. I've been mm-hmm. like listening to whatever people are putting on TikTok, but. It's hard to you avoid know, it just because it's everywhere. It's so. literally everywhere. Mm-hmm. Absolutely everywhere. And the fact that the trial's been going on, have they finished yet? Nope. Like, last time I knew yeah. it was like 14 days long and it's... Gosh. Yeah, they're on like week three and they're going till the 27th, so... They yeah. had that much to go through? Well, they took this past week off because the judge wasn't available, so... But still, Is yes. it bad that I... Out of everyone, I actually feel the baddest for the judge... She looks she like she just, hates her life. Oh sometimes. my god! She just has that look. She takes <laughs> off her glasses. Just you're all insane. I was like, I feel for, <laughs> for real. That's I would exactly not how want she that looks. job. Oh my goodness! She just looks so sad sometimes at the end of the day. Like I have to continue doing this for how long? Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. She is probably counting down the days. I really right. feel like she is. I wonder how. I like. I want to be a fly on the wall for the jury. That's what mm. I want to hear. I want to hear their discussion. Mm-hmm. I'm curious how quickly it's going to take them to make a verdict. Me too. Mm-hmm. When we get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anywho, let's get off to that. Sorry subject. for the, the off topic. <laughs> ah, tangents are fun. 
All shots of C-3PO had an entire green screen set reflecting in his shiny gold armor. So digital effects artists in post-production had to digitally repaint C-3PO's armor frame by frame to remove any traces of the set. That wow. would be a pain in the butt. Oh, I would hate that. Wow. I always thought he did look a little like there's something wasn't quite right about him. Like it wasn't That's bad. It why. was just, it looked a little artificial. Mm -hmm. Well, now you know. That would be why. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Apparently, it. we could see all the background seat, all the all the cameras, and oh, that must have been terrible when they went to watch it back, and they're just like, ah, oh, I would, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's the soul crushing. Like as this guy who's been in that a situation similar to that or situations mm -hmm. like that, it's like I feel the soul crushingness of that. Mm -hmm. Well, those poor digital effect artists, like that, had to take forever. Like by literally frame. going by frame by frame. What? How much is a frame? A millisecond? Something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, this was video too. So it wasn't film. So it was even like more minuscule. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Mad respect for you people. Mm -hmm. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Ahmed Best, which I just posted a duet with him this morning because mm -hmm. he actually talks about his time as Jar Jar. And mm -hmm. now I feel really I bad. That. Like, I actually like Jar Jar now because of how bad I feel for I knew you were going to do that. I was watching your face in the TikTok and I'm like, Ashley's going to be like, Jar Jar is okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad for a minute. Jar Jar, he can't help it that Jar Jar was written that way. You don't have to like the character. Yeah, but for him, I feel bad. For, for Ahmed. Like, I feel so bad. Yeah. Anywho, there was a deleted scene where before he crowned himself, there was a deleted scene where before he crowned himself emperor, Palpatine mockingly thanked Jar Jar Banks for granting him the emergency powers that allowed him to take over the galaxy. Yikes. Ouch. <laughs> it is. Jar Jar's the reason he got the power. Wow, that well, hurts. That oh boy. hurts. Oh, man. Again, poor Amon Best. Oh. oh he don't deserve that he mm -mm. Didn't deserve that. like really who, let's think about who probably has gotten more hate young anakin or jar jar good question mm -hmm. probably jar jar yeah i, I would assume jar jar because i mean he was in all three movies young anakin was just mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. so. and he was in technically he's in all the he's in a lot of the clone wars i mean he gets yeah. in like two or three True. episode standalones with him he's, and Mace. he's a lot more likable in the clone wars though <laughs> Like mm -hmm. he's True. easier to sympathize with mm -hmm. yeah but yeah poor jar jar all mm -hmm. right planet mustafar's similarity to the arabic name mustafa roughly translates to the chosen one huh yeah okay. symbolism because you know cool. that becomes anakin's planet because doesn't he stay there yeah 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 mm -hmm. Okay, the only Star Wars movie that did not receive an Academy Award nomination for Best Visual Effects. This is the only one. The only nomination was for its makeup, which it lost to Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, which mm. makes sense. Lion, yeah. Witch, and the Wardrobe was fantastic. Yeah. I'm shocked that this one didn't receive an Academy Award nomination because this one was the best out of all three. I agree with you on that yeah. statement. Hmm. Dan, do you not believe them? Do you think that they're that IMBD is lying? No, I believe them. I'm just curious. I'm, I'm with you. I'm curious as to why. Because my guess was that, I mean, maybe Star Wars wasn't as, I mean, considering the hate the first two movies received, maybe it wasn't viewed as a, as prestigious as it used to be. 
you know, some people were kind of like passing over it for other things. That's my, that's the only way, way I can see it. But I could see that yeah. with the Academy. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. But you're right. Language oh. more was, was very good. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Oh, when Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Palpatine are landing on near the politicians and the transport ship in a shot where they fly to the landing pad, you can see the Millennium Falcon docking in the yeah. bay at the bottom left shot side of the shot. Yeah. I haven't I seen it, but I remember somebody else saying point, that it was there. Whoever owned it before Lando. Yeah. Oh, mm, uh, hmm. We know who landed, owned it for before Lando? they ever tell us i was gonna say yes but then i think there was somebody after han because han mentioned somebody else having it in the force awakens yes um but i forget who there's like a bunch of people yeah because then ray like <laughs> spouts off everyone who has it or right like that uh, so yeah thank you yeah Millennium falcons in there after the principal photography was completed in 03, Lucas made even more changes in Anakin's character, sharpening Anakin's motivations for turning to the dark side. Uh, Lucas accomplished this rewrite through editing the principal footage and filming new scenes during pickups in London in 2004. In the various, in the previous versions, Anakin had a uh, Marat, Marat, Marat. Mir Mir Myriad. Myriad. Oh my god. Myriad. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I'm just, just all struggle with this word. Okay. <laughs> I know what it means. What, what are words? What are things? I don't know. Uh Myriad of reasons for turning to the dark side, one of which was his sincere belief that the Jedi were plotting to take over the Republic. I'm just I I'm the Dark Sorry, Lord twisted his mind. We all know this. Yeah. Although this is still intact in the finished movie by revising and refilming many scenes, Lucas emphasized Anakin's desire to save Padme from death. Thus, in the version that made it to the theaters, Anakin falls to the dark side primarily to save Padme. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the Jedi thing was just more of a excuse that he would use, I think. Yeah. 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 It's like secondary to him. Because that was his excuse. That was part of his excuse to Padme. He said that a couple yes. times to Padme. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, do you really believe that? Really? No. Really? You no. just found out that you just found out that Palpatine is Sidious. You just went to Mace Windu to tell him. Right. To get him to be whatever. And now you're it just that whole sequence just boggled my mind. I'm like, how what is going on in this boy's head? <laughs> Dumb, dumb. Yeah. Anywho, James Earl Jones. I didn't, I was so happy because this gives me hope that James Earl Jones is going to do the voice in Obi-Wan. Mm -hmm. I had three lines in the movie as the voice of Darth Vader, making this his shortest time in a Star Wars movie, but it was him. Nice. Um, for Anakin's hairstyle, George Lucas, <laughs> I ended on this for a reason. Right. <laughs> George Lucas said, he can't look cute. He's got to look rugged. And where I make a note saying he should have looked rugged <laughs> the whole time. I'm with you. Yes. I'm with yeah. you. It would have been better. It would have been so much better. Yeah. He looked like a little puppy dog. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He looked okay. like, well, a teen heartthrob, but like a creepy one. Like to me, yeah, he, I didn't he, think he looked creepy. I don't, well, mm. not, not just in how he looked, but in how he like portrayed himself. Like he had that, he had the look of a teen heartthrob, but you know, in this, the attack of the clones where he was given that look, those looks like, stop looking at me like that. I'm uncomfortable. 
Sorry, oh, lady. Those, like that. Those okay. Yeah. 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 He was a little, he was a little bit on the creeper side. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact that, that she then. fell for that, I'm just like, mm, every girl would walk away from that. Be like, no, thank I, you. I don't know. I've known a few Aaron, uh, Hayden well, Christensen Anakin purists. I mean, I don't know them personally, but like I see fans online and they just gaga over that, that version of him. Mm. So <sighs> I, 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 I worry for their, I don't ask for me. those girls. What's I worry wrong for with those them? girls love life. Mm-hmm. Dumb little boy. Anywho, we I need to stop talking. Dan, tell wondering. Us hey, my thought. Okay, so let's see. Out of every every prequel, this is easily my favorite, mm-hmm. and I think it's partially because this one, out of all of them, takes itself the most seriously. You know, it has mm-hmm. it. It feels the most like a film, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Because the first two, they felt like films, but they were they were a little too bright, a little too kid friendly they felt more like a video game and yeah. this one in terms of like the cinematography and the lighting and the you know just the way they block certain characters like it felt like okay finally i'm watching a film mm-hmm. you know this is this, this is, is why this. i think they got cheated on the academy awards mm-hmm. this was the best one mm-hmm. absolutely yeah yeah so definitely that is uh definitely obi-wan easily the coolest character in this entire movie Oh, for sure. I, and I never really thought about it until I actually went back to watch it. Because I, I, a lot of people are like, he's a big fan favorite. He was never a favorite of mine. But I always like was like, well, yeah, so what do you guys like about him? And then watching him, I was watching it the other day. I was like, dude, he is the most calm, in-control person in this entire freaking movie. Like, he's so cool. Mm-hmm. And not only that, he's just coming in quick with all the one-liners. Yes. Yes. Like, not, he's handling himself and he's cracking jokes at the same time. Like, yes. everyone should want to be that, you know, the, Mm-hmm. Always on the move. Uh, not to worry. We're still flying half a ship. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, beats up Grievous, <laughs> shoots him with a blaster, then throws the blaster away. So uncivilized. Like, okay. I love that mm-hmm. line. My dude, my mm-hmm. Obi-Wan, he's my guy. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I dig it. So yeah. it makes me excited for what the show is going to break. I hope we see more of that. I'm so excited. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely Obi-Wan with the one-liners. Of course, I already mentioned it, the, you know, visually, some of the mm-hmm. best cinematography, mm-hmm. you know, so the scene where Anakin has to stay, but where Mace Windu goes to arrest Palpatine, Anakin mm-hmm. has to stay behind mm-hmm. in the council chambers. And then that scene mm-hmm. where Padme's in the, what, the Senate building. So they're looking at each other across like the sunsets. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The most powerful, not the most, but one of the most powerful moments in the movie because just the tension is so not a word of dialogue is spoken and you feel it like you feel that just despair and that hopelessness of anakin mm-hmm. you know and he's like the thing that he loves the most is slipping away and i don't know mm-hmm. i i like i think it's it's very powerful scene mm-hmm. yeah so oh so it's like what you were saying with uh, if we'd had han solo that lack of community that we had with the first two movies we finally mm-hmm. got to we kind of got mm-hmm. to get that a little bit you know we did yeah you know, with uh especially with like anakin and obi-wan's relationship like that mm-hmm. to me is what the atmosphere of like the star wars relationships that you know dry witty sarcastic you know mm-hmm. we're razzing on each other but we got each other's backs like that's mm-hmm. what i had missed you know mm-hmm. it's like, finally yes we're getting that we're getting that sense of community with that you know the bickering the jokes like you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah a lot a lot of that and then I mentioned, you had mentioned um, the thing about Anakin's hair. 
I didn't mm -hmm. know this, but evidently, uh, George Lucas wanted to have something of a callback to Qui-Gon's hair, because Qui-Gon was like super long and super straight in The Phantom right. Menace. And that was that was supposed to represent like how Qui-Gon was a little more free-flowing than most of the Jedi. You know, mm -hmm. he, how he had defied the Jedi Council and said, I'm going to train Anakin despite what you guys mm -hmm. are telling me to do. Mm -hmm. And that was supposed to be, because in a lot of ways, he was originally supposed to be Anakin's mentor as opposed to Obi-Wan. So mm -hmm. I think he was he was basically trying to make that connection. However, the fact that Anakin was, you know, he cut corners and he was impulsive, that's where he got like, okay, it needs to be kinky, it needs to be wavy, it needs to be rugged, basically. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's cool that there was like an actual method behind that. You know, it's not just, yeah, he looks rugged, but there's like a purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So, and I, uh, I always got to admire Lucas for that because everything he does has a reason. Like some of it doesn't hit well, but some of it does, really does. Sure. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. And then I never understood why Anakin has a black outfit while every other Jedi has the gray and the tan one. Do you ever think about that? Well, I mean, I was thinking about how like it's very much because he had the brown and tan outfit in Attack of the Clones. He, did, he didn't though. Yeah, he did. It was I I I went back and watched. It actually was it was a uh, at least in in the later part of the of the movie it was black. The beginning like, of part and the beginning part it was brown. Was it before he went? Yeah, when he went to before he went to um. Before he went to the to see Padme. Yeah, well, before or they to went Nabu, to, the, to Naboo. The, the Naboo. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Before they went to the Naboo, it was tan and brown. And then after right. after they went to uh, Tatooine, it goes to black. Gotcha. And I think it's signifying his change. Okay. I really think it's just a color signification of he is it. He's changing. He's the dark side. Yeah. I just, I, I, I just wondered if there's, like, how does that work within the logic of the world? Like, do a Jedi trainees get to choose how their outfits look, or is there like a uniform thing, or is it like a rank thing? I don't know. I'd always like, like mm -hmm. I always wonder because I always thought it should be either they should all wear what Obi Wan was wearing in A New Hope, you know, the desert thing, mm -hmm. or they should all look like Luke in Return of the Jedi, where it was like all black. That's right. Luke was all black, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm. So I mean, I mean, obviously, in the terms of visually, it was supposed mm -hmm. to harken back to that, but it's like within the logic of the universe itself, I was like. How, what what's the purpose of this i don't know i've never really been totally clear mm. on that. if we could ever that's one question we could put that let's do a for question george. list for george lucas <laughs> right okay we meet george lucas whatever that is if yeah. it ever happens mm -hmm. why did you make anakin's stuff black yeah. please explain yeah i know him holds you feel like oh i don't know it looks right yeah that's exactly Probably. what i was just thinking he'll be like yeah it looks good <laughs> whatever thanks george okay yeah, I, I mean, I am going to be honest. I look at it as like a visual representation that he's moving to the dark side. That's mm -hmm. what I assume. Since, yeah. since he did the switch, since there was a switch of it in Attack of the Clones, like, because it switched when he went to Tatooine and that's really where his first steps were on that's going true. to the dark side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or his struggle. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, and if it. we think about it, if we go back to Return of the Jedi... Honestly, I really do think that Luke is also Luke struggled with that as well because mm -hmm. of those moments where he choke chokes the, the Gamorrean guards, the Gamorrean guards mm -hmm. yeah. out, and 
he does go to the dark side for a moment while he's like wailing on his dad in mm-hmm. front of the empire. Like, I think it just, it it's, I think it's a color of, I mean, Palpatine wears black, Dooku wears black. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's just the color of the dark side and, and shows that a Jedi can struggle to that point. I think it's just to help visually aid yeah. that. That's my own opinion. I don't know if it's right. Right. No, I, I feel it. I feel Makes it. sense. Mm-hmm. I yeah. dig it. I dig it. All right. And then I put meme city because mm-hmm. some of the best Star Wars memes have come from this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at any GIF reaction, you'll see, mm-hmm. you know, the Emperor do it. Or you'll see Obi-Wan. Hello there, General Kenobi. Or, uh, you know, here's where the fun begins. Or, uh, you know, we're in a, <laughs> what's it, the city as he's getting burned. It's like, unlimited power. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can take any freeze frame from any portion mm-hmm. of this movie and make a meme out of it. Like, it's I'm just, sure. it's a gold mine for just wonderful memes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it made the internet a more fun place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then th- this one I thought was, I realized this when I was watching it before, like, we can, it's easy to go hammer time on the pretty boy look of Anakin and, you know, how he was a little bit more rugged. But mm-hmm. then when he actually turns to the dark side and, like, becomes Darth Vader... I mean, Christensen had that scowl just absolutely mm-hmm. down. Like I'm yeah. watching it and just with the hood and all that. I'm like, if you could take the spirit of Darth Vader minus the suit and put it in the form of a person, like that's the guy, mm-hmm. like he nailed it, you know, especially when the eyes were like, like bright. Yes. You know, and I was like, like if I saw that guy well. coming up, I'm, 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 I'm like, that's Darth Vader. Like I'm, you know, there I'm he is. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is it. Okay. Yeah. So they spot on with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. So um, of course, what you were saying about why Padme fell for him. It, it, there's there's a couple of scenes I was watching where he's like, you know, he's saying, you know, he's struggling with whatever because Anakin struggles. That's all he does. Yeah. And but he's he's sort of getting back into that whining kind of place. And I'm like, okay, it's been three movies. Padme, how are you still putting up with this guy? <laughs> For real though. Like seriously, like, like by, by this point, he hasn't figured it out by now. He's not gonna figure it out. Like, why are you still with them? Divorce him and marry me. <laughs> Divorce him and marry me, I love it. Seriously, I, I'll raise Luke and Leia, I don't care. I'll do it. I'll be your baby daddy. Or, you know, Sue, you, whatever. Step baby That's daddy. Step, step baby daddy, there yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah i agree with you i don't know how she put up with it i don't know why she married him in the first place seriously literally he's like a little kid he's yeah. five years immature Ugh. i yeah. mean did she not have options in the senate i mean or she had to have a lot of choices had to be options better Guaranteed. than that for real Guaranteed. i don't Good know grief I, I mean look where was it oh no i saw a meme and it was like why is padme looking at this little kid when you have obi-wan kenobi standing right there i've seen that like, a couple seriously. times seriously mm-hmm. that's how you think mcgregor gorgeous in these movies yeah. like he's a handsome dude Drop a handsome dude. shout out to my female, female side right there. There, there there's actually a, a fan theory i found this out I, I have to go and find out what exactly it was but there's a fan theory that says they actually did love each other and padme that, and obi-wan Padme and Obi-Wan and that's what Anakin what was making Anakin so like jealous I forget the details of it but I think mm-hmm. they insinuated that I don't know if they insinuated that the Luke and Leia were actually Obi-Wan's kids or how that actually worked but somehow they worked it around to where it almost made the prequels a lot more believable as far as Anakin's like descent into lunacy because he was just <laughs> they figured out that they were having an affair behind his back and that she was just kind of using him it's a whole thing. I, 
like I like that they tried that and it could make sense but Mm -hmm. if you look at Obi-Wan's character and especially after watching him in the Clone Wars with his pre like his previous love before he Mm -hmm. became a Jedi right like it you can't really he's can't really argue against his character on that he's he's far too noble for that yeah he is far too noble to do anything like that Mm-hmm. And she would be a kid to him. Like she was 14 and he was 19 or 20 when the first one came around. Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. don't see that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Or maybe it's like, she sort of made eyes at him and then later that's when they got together. I, I don't know. I'll have yeah. to see if I can find it, hmm. but I mean, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But, Interesting mm. fan theory. It yeah, is. they always are but anyway so uh, the uh, something else i put is that i i've seen this movie hundreds of times mm-hmm. and every single time it gets to the scene where you know windu mm. is trying to, to kill palpatine mm-hmm. and every single time i think maybe this time <laughs> if only maybe this time he's not going to turn the dark side like maybe if he's only. actually going to wise up this time i'm always uh, just hoping a little bit just a, a little bit Mm-mm. you know and that's that's why it's so good because i'm always mm-hmm. hoping for the best and i always get yeah. let down every time it's like mm-hmm. i'm ready to get my heart broken again uh, yeah yeah <laughs> but uh yeah. yeah so it's like the titanic it's like maybe this time it won't sink but you know eh. it always does it always does it always does oh titanic yeah hey that's a beautiful movie i will fight anyone who disagrees with me i love titanic it, it, it was well done, but I am not a Leonardo DiCaprio. I was fan. waiting for it. I'm so. like, here comes the Leo comment. Here <laughs> it comes. Leo. Where Ashley's like, but I don't like Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> and I honestly, a lot of it has to do with we have a we have an old ex friend who all she talked about was Titanic and Leonardo DiCaprio and Titanic and Leonardo DiCaprio. And I was sick of it because I was sick of her because she was one of those user friends on me. Uh, okay. So I'm just like, every time I see Titanic, I think of her, and I'm just like, eh, I'm good. Goodbye. Fair enough. Fair enough. enough. Finally, my last point, bring back Mace Windu. Yes. We need more Mace Windu. Make him survive. Make him show up somewhere. I don't care where. Mm -hmm. Samuel L. Jackson, Mace Windu, bring him back. He could have so survived that fall. Oh, yeah. There was no explosion. He so could survive that fall. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think he even made a comment that he wants to be brought back. He's like, I'm ready. Let's Mm -hmm. go. Absolutely. We're all ready for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Watch him and... show up in 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 Obi Wan. Oh, please do, oh. please do. I would love it. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know how, but I would love it. <laughs> I don't care how. Just bring. Just make it, it happen. <laughs> make it happen, people. Just do it. Absolutely. Both him and Ewan McGregor really are what carry the prequels. Yes. Yeah. Samuel yeah. Jackson and McGregor both like they just. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. See that? Yeah. And he was the only one who actually didn't have a problem with the green screen. I found this out because a lot of people were, a lot of the other actors were having a hard time sort of emoting to things who weren't there. Mm-hmm. And somebody asked him about it. He was like, no, nah, I mean, it's like when you're a kid, you just use your imagination. You know, that's, yeah, that's what yeah. it was. It's like play and pretend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it shows. Isn't that like, what acting is? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's different for everyone, I guess. Mm. Uh, yeah. Anything else that you thought of while you looked through your stuff? Um, no, that's the bit. Oh, okay. No, there is one thing. There is one thing. And as this is one thing that the movie, as much as I enjoy the movie, this this one thing lost me on the movie. Uh-huh. And that's 
there's the, it's during the fight between Anakin and Obi-Wan, which is a beautiful fight, by the way, you know, I, yeah. I agree mm -hmm. with you. Epic fight. It lost me the moment where they're surfing on the little boards <laughs> in molten steel. <laughs> Bro, I don't care if you're a Jedi. I don't care that it's a mm -hmm. fictional universe. I don't care about whatever logic. You are not doing that. That is True. not a thing. And the worst they get is a little sweaty. Like if you were to, no, no, that that's like, okay, I get it. We're making a video game out of this. Like, no, no, dude, <laughs> no, dude, you lost me at this point. I mean, it mm -hmm. looked cool, but it was cheesy cool. Yeah, that was a weird part. I can see that, yeah. You know, and he's like <laughs> balancing on it. It's like, oh no, I better not fall, I better not fall. It's like, no, 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 no. Mm. So that that's the one thing that actually took me out of the movie. Mm -hmm. Okay, but, I can see yeah. that. Oh boy, that's hilarious. So, uh, Sammy? Yes. So, I agree with a lot of stuff that's already been said. So, some of this will just be rehashed. But, like we just said, this is also my favorite of the prequels. Mm -hmm. Didn't bore mm -hmm. me. It had a lot of action in it, a lot of darkness. I liked it. I think it was the best one. Again, like I said 10,000 times, if I didn't watch The Clone Wars, I would not have understood the movie as much I as I did. So I'm really glad that that was on our list to watch because that helped me a lot with following all the characters and the plot and everything. I wish Doku was, I wish he was in a little bit more, even yeah. though I wouldn't have liked an hour long like battle at the beginning. That would have been a little too much, but I just wish he made a little bit more into the movie just because after watching him in the Clone Wars and how important he was to the whole thing, you know, how mm -hmm. much he instigated things, it would have been nice to have him in it a little bit more, but yeah. you know, it's fine. And then um, General Grievous, he must be like super ticked wherever he ended up in in the afterlife because like two seconds later, it feels like they initiated Order 66 and all those Jedi died. And that's all he was trying to do was kill them. And he gets knocked out by Obi-Wan and then it's like his biggest dream comes true. <laughs> I just was like, that must suck for him wherever he's at now. Never thought about that. Yeah, he totally missed the party, so... Uh, sorry, because again, he didn't make it very far in the movie either. No. Yeah. Just like you, I wish Mace was in it more. I love him. I love mm -hmm. Samuel Jackson, obviously, but oh. I was sad. Whenever it comes up too, um, even though I've only seen the movie a couple of times, but I do the same thing. I'm just like, maybe he'll he'll fight it. Maybe he'll win. Maybe he'll just float back up after he falls go. off. He'll <laughs> 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 use his Jedi powers. He'll float just up, drop a bunch like, of MS, and it. then kill him. <laughs> I got you. Boom. Yeah. But it doesn't happen, and it makes me yeah. sad because I wish he was in that more, too. I love his character. The whole Padme thing we've already talked about, but we all had the same feelings where I'm just like, what is wrong with you? Like, something must be wrong in her head because mm -hmm. why? Why? Yeah. Red flags, toxicity. I mean, like, he is he's not for you, Padme. He's not. <laughs> he's not. I wish you had just gotten rid of Anakin. And then the way she dies really annoys me. Yeah, yeah, I know I you're right. on the, the same boat. I'm on the same page. Yes, it annoys me so much because the whole point of Padme was that she was independent and she was a fighter and she was fierce and she didn't need anybody. And then she's just like, oh, my God, Anakin went bad. This is terrible. I don't want to live anymore. I'm like, you have two babies. Mm -hmm. what, what are you doing? That that would be your life force yeah. there is to raise them and make them like you. You know, don't let them become like Anakin. Show them the the light side, how to 
live your life the right way. And instead she's just like, I don't want to live anymore. And then literally dies. Yeah. That made dies me. of a yeah. broken heart. Oh, that was please. the worst. Please. Yeah. I know that's like a real thing, but I don't believe that would have been a thing for Batman. No. I don't. Not no. at all. No, well, especially after seeing her in the Clone Wars, seeing how actual strong-willed she yes. was. That just... Like, mm-hmm. It's Leia's mom, for God's sake. Like, exactly. come on. I know! How is this possible? If you wanted to kill her off, do it in a different way. But mm-hmm. just just let Anakin kill her at this point. Just It would have been better than this nonsense that they did in the movie. Right. That just yeah. it annoys me so much. Mm-hmm. And then, we haven't talked about it yet, when Anakin goes and kills all the baby Jedi. Hmm. Any sympathy, you know, that I was kind of mustering up for him, like, okay, he's struggling with the the two sides of himself. He's worried about Padme. No, no. Yep. The second he does that, I'm like, where is Obi-Wan already to knock mm-hmm. this guy off? Like, come on. He needs to die. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm done with you. Yep. You're not redeeming yourself. This is it. That's <laughs> yeah. terrible. It's like the worst thing you could do. Yeah. Yep. It was. <sighs> Which is kind of the point. Yeah, exactly. It makes me so mad. So when they were doing that fight, I was just like ready for Obi-Wan to just do him. And even though I know, obviously, the outcome, you know, everybody right, knows yeah. the outcome. But yeah. as he's like slicing off all his limbs, that was the greatest thing ever. I thought that was excellent. <laughs> and it always, though, I always Vengeance. think of the Monty Python scene with the knight when they cut off all of his limbs and he's still fighting. I'm like, this is go. definitely <laughs> Anakin right now. He's just like, I can still take you with no limbs. And I'm just like, bro, just give up already. Just give up. I've had glass. <laughs> that is a great, like. It just makes me that. think of that scene. That yeah. That's great. That is yeah. Great. I always Follow. think of that when whenever I see it. And it just makes me laugh because I think Anakin deserves that. And I'm sad that he didn't die in the lava. That's too bad for the, the rest of us. But Wow. Well, yeah. I couldn't, but. Mm-hmm. I know he was going to make it, whatever, but. <laughs> it does make me a little sad just because like i said it was the whole killing oh the mm-hmm. yeah no just mm-mm, no I'm done with anakin after that no more sympathy for you dude i hate watching this movie knowing that scene is coming yeah that is why i will not watch this movie rare mm-hmm. like the fact that i had to watch it last weekend i was cringing because i knew what was coming and it mm-hmm. makes me cry mm-hmm. every time like it's i had horrible. literal tears because these poor kids like i fast forwarded past it so i didn't even see them talk to him Mm -hmm. i just kids are like youth and kids are my my life and my career and i'm like what are you doing to these poor kids (laughs) yeah i don't blame you for that it's terrible now that being said i still really like the darth vader character as a villain i think he's excellent awesome oh yeah but that whole thing i just it's terrible oh yeah but despite that the movie was still my favorite because of all the I don't know. Just everything that happened in it. I just think the storyline was better. The action scenes were better. I think all of it was better as far as yeah. the prequels Overall, go. it's just a better better film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The scenes, Took everything two films to get it right. Yeah. If only they could have just done the same, just taking the spirit and put it into the others. Yeah. I know we would have had a great, great three movies, but. We would have. You know. One what out of three. Dan, have you ever seen Fanboy? You've seen Fanboy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw Fanboy. Yeah. Okay. It, it, I always think of fanboy when I think of the prequels because of the very end where very they're in the line. theater yep. and they're like, what if it's horrible or what yep. if it's bad? And it's yep. like, it is! <laughs> like, we all want to scream it out. It came like, to fruition. Uh, it happened. It happened. Yeah. It happened. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love that movie. It's mm-hmm. a great movie. Collective unconscious think, of the fans. Yes, very much so. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, anything else, Sammy? Before mm. I go into my commentary? No. And you wrote it a just, novel there. It's like cracking me up because I feel like there's more stuff here than the last time I looked at this. There is, <laughs> and I have not added anything. Since Are you sure? I, did this. I promise sure? I, had, I did not add anything. There's so, so many points here. Okay. I had to, I, I might not go, like some of these I think are doubled from like what you guys are talking about. Yeah, because so we all kind of agree on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, when I was watching the movie, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to write down all my thoughts as I watch this movie. Mm-hmm. So that way I have it because I just need to do it. I did it with Han Solo too. So we'll see when we get there. So opening scene, we haven't talked about the opening scene yet, or this part of the opening scene. I love mm-hmm. Obi-Wan's lines on flying. We already kind of talked about that. Yeah. But R2-D2, in my mind, I mean, you know I love him, but he is amazing. Like, mm-hmm. literally the other R2 unit did even fight back on those little, like, droids on the ship. Mm-hmm. And R2's like, yeah, come at me, little droid. Like, I am taking you down. Mm-hmm. It was just perfection. Then I love how he takes out the other droids in the hangar. He saves them when they are mm-hmm. caught and brought to Grievous. Literally, this is why R2-D2 is my favorite, because we would not, none of the characters would survive without R2. R2 has saved them all hundreds of times. He really has. That's so he true. Is the, he is the true star of Star Wars. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thankless hero. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. He, he gets is- almost no credit. No credit whatsoever. It's okay, R2. I love you and you will always be my favorite more than anybody else in this series. There you go. So I had to shout out R2 because it's just, it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. I laughed and I could just hear my, hear him like cussing out the little droids when they were running around. Yeah. I could hear him like cussing out Anakin as Anakin's Mm -hmm. being an idiot about the elevator. And I'm just like, oh, I wish I could just see what you're saying. It would be little subtitles. Mm -hmm. Yes. You understand why he's so bitter too. Cause like you said, thankless hero. That's why he's always running his mouth. He's just like, forget all of you. He's like Rocket Raccoon. I think I say it at the end. I do. I'll just skip. Because at the very end of the movie, Organ is like, uh, "Wipe, just wipe the protocol droids' mind." I'm like, "Just the protocol droids." So we know R mm-hmm. two's mind did not get wiped, and right. we know R two remembers everything that's happened. So mm-hmm. yes, he was a little crapper in the other movies, and not tell us what's going, tell the other characters what's going on. Right. He could have so looked at Luke and been like, "Yeah, that's your dad." Mm-hmm. By the way, by the way, Luke, uh, <laughs> I have a secret to tell you. <laughs> Yeah, he, he like is the best secret keeper of the whole Star Wars realm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm just going to watch you dance, guys. I'm going to watch you all screw your own lives up. You didn't exactly. thank me. You all figure your own stuff out. Just sit back, screw sip this you. robot coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Screw much. all of you. <laughs> Stupid Jedi. Yep. Yeah. Why do you think, I mean, he finally got enough and he went into to hibernation mode during the prequel or during the sequels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Then he was really done. He was just mm-hmm. he was like, up. I'm done with you all. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luke left. I'm done. This mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and then during the Dooku fight, again, it was like the shortest fight in the world. It was like, what, eight minutes maybe? I think yeah. is what time he got in this so movie. And, but he does do, he does have a great foreshadowing line about twice the pride, double the fall to Anakin. And mm-hmm. it, comes true yep and i feel like it was just rushed that whole scene was very rushed probably just when they did the editing they just it just seems in i guess it's the editing because it was longer so i just feel like they rushed the editing on that see here oh i was just saying you could see darth sidious come out the first scenes of the movie when he kills dooku or Mm -hmm. has has anakin Mm -hmm. kill dooku 
even trying to get rid of Obi-Wan to further Anakin's darkness. Like they, he keeps separating them, trying to get them mm-hmm. separate. Mm-hmm. It was just, I just kept trying at this, when I watched the movie this time, I was just trying to get into Anakin's head a little bit. I'm like, okay, where is, how did he create this character of Darth Vader? So like, I was just going through like the dreams of losing Padme, the council and not letting him be a master, which he shouldn't have been a master anyways. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't even been on the council. He wasn't ready. Killing Dooku. Palpatine asking him to spy on the Jedi and then vice versa. The opera scene mm-hmm. where he gives him the story of Darth, I can't remember. Plagueis. What, Plagueis, thank you. The wise. Darth Plagueis. And the then wise. just finalizing his dark side by telling him that he killed Padme. Mm-hmm. Like it just solidified everything together and just mm-hmm. all the darkness that happened. It's like, okay, you, it's, I can, I can get behind how he put the darkness into Darth Vader, like how George Lucas wrote the darkness into Vader. So that's why I have that nice little list there. Yeah. Um, but I skipped my lovely Padme and Anakin interactions. Gag me with a spoon. <laughs> There's a classic line right there. For my, for my Gen Zers who don't know what that is, it is a, what do we call it? A slang from the 90s. 90s slang. That's the thing Every we used to say. Yeah. Back in Every the day. Interaction. Back in our I just, day. Mm-hmm. I just, oh, gag <laughs> me. I just couldn't do it. Because it was so fake to me. Like, it just all seemed so fake. Yeah. None There's, of their love seemed very real. Very, None of the no chemistry, chemistry is there. There was yeah. no, no chemistry between Natalie Portman and, and Hayden Christensen in this movie. Mm-hmm. It wasn't in the other movie either, but it just felt worse because they're supposed to be married at this point. I'm like, you and having like children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just didn't. Yeah. Anyway. Wait, I have a question too, though. Yes. Because obviously Obi-Wan's like, look, I know you two are like together. I get it. Yeah, he knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no one ever says anything about it. Because isn't that like a big problem? Because you shouldn't be with anybody, right? But nobody yeah. says anything because they must know because he's constantly with her when he can be. Mm-hmm. But nobody says anything. Yeah, I think Obi, I mean, after watching Clone Wars, it kind of makes sense of possibly why Obi didn't say anything because he understands the the lost right. love sort because of deal. Because of his, yeah. Right. I don't think Obi-Wan really knew that they were married and they were like committed, committed to each other. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think he knew that there was feelings and things mm-hmm. going on right. behind the scenes he didn't something there there was an affair mm-hmm. he probably just thought it was like a fling or you know a fling okay. affair something yeah. like i don't uh, think he really knew that they what were was going on okay married married yeah. until the movie when he found out that yeah. she was pregnant with his kids mm-hmm. well they didn't have to marry to get pregnant true yeah so but they're definitely committed i don't realize that right mm-hmm. yeah uh let's see here yeah okay so when we found out that that palpatine was sidious it was literally an hour in the movie i'm like oh this movie should almost be done i forgot how long it was mm-hmm. then i hit pause and it's like just like an hour and a half left i'm like oh dear <laughs> lord there's a right. lot left See, lot it's funny left. you say that because i actually the movie feels shorter to me than the other the previous two because i was watching it, i was like i forgot how quick this movie goes by how quickly, i agree you know. more with that sense i feel like the pacing oh, was better so it didn't feel as long to me see yeah. for me it felt so long because i felt like the story should have been done quicker like not not it's done right i'm just like my brain was like thinking oh it's almost done mm-hmm. it's like oh wait no we still have all these things to happen like my brain just wasn't mm-hmm. wrapping my head around it i guess yeah. i don't know 
I feel like he just could have killed him right then and there when he found out he was Sidious. Like it just it would have been helpful. It would have been mm-hmm. so helpful. See here, we already talked about the no, the so uncivilized line. Made me made me laugh. Mm-hmm. So, I don't remember that line when I first right. watched it, and I'm like, ha ha. Yeah. And then like, because Obi says this uh, elegant weapon for a more civilized age, and then <laughs> the, just pulling out of that. So great. Some of this is just me, my thoughts. Like when Mace was getting shocked by. Sidious. I'm like, really? He's literally shocking and killing your Jedi master and you're gonna, okay, whatever. Still go with that, right? Like, come on, dude. Mm -hmm. And then um, Mace lost his hand. I'm like, what is it with all the Jedis losing their hands? That made me laugh when I read that you wrote that down. (laughs) It's It's like a thing in this universe. Everybody just does that. Everyone loses their hands, except Obi. Obi's the only one who has lost his hand. Right. Not the children. I could, I just, I can't. Yeah. Okay. Here's my question. Why didn't they keep the Jedi children to turn them into Sith Lords? Hmm. At least they would have been alive. True. <laughs> yeah. Like he could have had his own Sith temple. Mr. Sidious could have. Right. He could have had a whole army that we really would have been screwed. But I mean, more than from what i understand i actually heard somewhere that like in order to actually become a sith like show your commitment you have to do something that you would never ever do in your normal life in this case anakin it would be killing Um, children um you know later on with ben solo would be killing his own father like it's that kind of like you have to commit some horrible atrocity to show that you're committed so that's yeah but as far as training a young sith i guarantee you he was probably planning that some at some point. Yeah. Maybe he but. should have just killed like one kid and kept the rest. Maybe. Or like a bunch, but like kept two or three that Yeah. You know. Like well, those we could have saved somebody. Yeah. yeah. I mean I know we know we have other Sith Lord uh, Sith Yeah, Sith Lords because of when we talk about rebels here in a couple weeks. They have like instigators who are Sith Sith Lords who True. Uh, all the things. So we know we have other Sith people around that right. Sidious has mm-hmm. probably raised up, but I just, I hate what, uh, no, it's it tough. Just, that it's, it's mm, dark. Kills me every time. It's dark. Order 66 was just hard to watch mm-hmm. again. Yep. Just so annoying. For like the third so time. Hard. Yeah. For like the third or fourth time. <laughs> yeah. Let's see here. Okay. Going back to Obi-Wan knowing when that scene came around, Obi, Obi saying Anakin is the father so matter-of-factly. If Anakin went to Obi sooner, I don't think any of this would have happened. I think that if instead of going to Yoda about his dreams and he went to Obi, I think he could have been more open with Obi-Wan. I can because see he was just mm-hmm. so matter-of-fact about it. Like he had no judgment. He wasn't angry. He was, mm-hmm. he was just, she's, you're the dad. Mm-hmm. And then yep. he left and, or uh, Anakin's the dad. And then he left. I'm like, it could have, it could have, have found so some much. way to help him. Like, yeah, I agree. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know how it would have looked, but you know, he, he would have had his back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I was just, I forgot how matter of factly he says that. And I'm like, you yeah. are not as mad as I thought you'd be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he was just more heartbroken than anything. Like he's heartbroken that Anakin didn't come to him after, you know, the fact that yeah. they have that bond. Right. It's like you didn't, yeah. you know, you didn't trust me enough to help you. Like, I think he was just sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Padme being a crying mess. I thought that scene was absolutely horrible. 
I don't want to get into more of that. Just it was bad. Breaking my heart. <laughs> she should have been like, kicking I, him, I beating know. him up. Come on, girl. I would have punched him in the face. That's exactly. I would have punched uh, him somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or pulled my blaster on him. Something. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's see here. I forgot Yoda confronts Sidious. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that. And Yoda's a, be- a BA. Yeah. Oh, he is. Like, oh, my always. gosh. Absolutely. Like, when he walked in and started talking to him, I'm like, I forgot about this. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. And I feel so bad for Yoda because Yoda's like, I failed. And I'm like, oh, so I see where Luke gets going off the grid when you fail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gets it from Yoda. Yoda mm-hmm. did the right. same thing. Yeah. I don't remember why I said R2 feels betrayed. Oh, probably by Anakin. Right. The first Darth Vader breath just chills, chills mm-hmm. up my spine. Mm-hmm. And then. Oh, oh, when Padme at the very end says there's good in him. I'm like, really? Do we really need to pull that from original? I eye rolled on that. I'm like, we did not have to say that. No, no, there's no good in him. He killed children. He's done. Right. He thought the only reason I think he has any good in him at the end of Return of the Jedi is because he realizes that he still has kids at that point and he Mm -hmm. can redeem himself from the killing of the Jedi children. Mm-hmm. that is the only time i think the good comes back into him because mm-hmm. it is all gone by that point it's proved in rogue one and rebels and any other time we see him exactly. like yeah nope. yeah oh his appearance in in rebels <sighs> amazing i can't wait to best. talk about that it's the best Let's see here and those last two things i already talked about so mm-hmm. those are those are my those are the thoughts that were rolling like i wrote them word for word so you mm-hmm. pretty much have a version of my brain as i was watching this movie. that's funny i like it <laughs> oh goodness anything else you guys thought of we've been we're getting a little long you know there like usual <laughs> yeah, it's all good yeah mm-hmm. but overall like i think we all agree this is the best one made yes absolutely mm-hmm it's not my favorite to watch but it's the best one made it's the one i usually go back of the prequels and rewatch. i i I, I rarely rewatch the first two see i will rewatch phantom menace first really why because it's not as dark (laughs) okay fair enough fair enough i mean okay it's not so it's not it's very lighthearted. i like the young i love i love queen godjin and the young obi-wan true Mm-hmm. and okay. i love that sort of stuff so it just it and the the battle droids are just funny roger roger roger, roger, roger. oh roger. my gosh <laughs> in my brain forever i love them i i, I like roger, how roger. george lucas himself even admitted that they're completely useless they are seriously in, in they're the making more useless of, he's like, than, the, than the stormtroopers right he's he's, <laughs> he's he's looking he's showing this to spielberg he's showing a, a little model of he's like yeah yeah they're basically useless like, sure. he just says it exactly like that because you get to because you see their personality in like clone wars and mm-hmm. oh you even see there's like an episode in rebels where you see them so it's mm-hmm. just it, they're like it's daffy funny. duck they really that's a good are. description that's it it's a daffy duck as a battle <laughs> yes yeah like it. it's a good description i like it <laughs> so on that note pixie dusters Hopefully you enjoyed listening to our interesting thoughts on Revenge mm-hmm. of the Sith. 
come back next week we are going to be moving into some of the newer movies that have been mm-hmm. made but in chronological somewhat chronological order we really don't know the real timeline order but next week we will be talking about ugh, han solo 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 what was what's the full title it's like solo the A star wars story, story. Yeah, star wars story the star wars that's true it's a very long title. Just that is, title right there. I mean, all the Star Wars titles are long, mm-hmm. but Solo, the Star Wars story. Really? Like, do you really got it? It is that? a Star Wars story. Kind it's of. true. Yeah. It's a Star Wars story. Well, then they should have done it for Rogue One. Rogue One, the Star Wars story. Like, what? But we'll be talking Han Solo next week where there will actually be a divide in this podcast room next week on what everyone likes and dislikes about this mm-hmm. movie the time so, of civil war stay, mm-hmm. here we stay go stay tuned come back next week and find out what my thoughts well you already know my thoughts but what dan and mm-hmm. sammy's thoughts are as well when it comes to han solo mm-hmm. until then check out all of our social media gatherings Thanks. pixie dust twins podcast is tiktok and instagram for us dan's has slightly changed due to some issues mm-hmm. so you can find him as dantastic on instagram and youtube yeah mm-hmm. with two a's on instagram two a's on instagram yeah. on on the dan or the tastic uh tastic and then what can they find on the website Sammy? limitlessbroadcasting.com there's a link to our patreon account donations are appreciated and of course information about all of our other podcasts as well Beautiful. Bye, Pixie Dusters. We will see you next week for Solo. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins. Sammy and Ashley, make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon. It's Robert from Limitless Broadcasting, reminding you to tune in to Limitless Broadcasting Network anywhere you get your podcasts, from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Check us out today.